0: recording recording in progress yeah that you couldn't sound like a
1: robotic voice if you tried
0: i i, I love her little voice didn't want it she doesn't want to hurt your feelings or nothing but guess what we're recording this so if you need to leave you all go ahead and leave it's how we're all so careful now about everything um the, the unitarians will say if you're like in a unitarian service they will say like um Please rise as you are willing and able. Yeah. As so, so yes, you are willing and able. It's not like the Baptist say, get on your feet. Get your hands in the air. Get on your feet. Get, your on, hands your your <laughs> get, get on your knees. Get on your knees. Get
1: on your knees. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. I remember now the Lutheran. You remember the church sanctuary? Oh, I do. I do. And it had those little wooden. Things that you would put down and then you would kneel on them.
0: They yeah, the kneelers.
1: Knees. Yeah, go. I couldn't do that now. There's no way. Oh it, it hurt my knees.
0: Well, I might could get down there if I could get back up by holding the back of the pew. Okay, I'm getting up now. Uh, uh, uh.
1: I, I remember that sanctuary well. I remember mm-hmm. when I graduated kindergarten from there. Which did they have a little graduation ceremony for y'all?
0: yes they did but I don't remember it.
1: we had to wear white dresses and I forget I don't know what the guys were wearing but I had to wear a white dress and my mother put my hair in a beehive if you can believe that I can believe it yeah <laughs> I was graduating kindergarten and my hair was up like this and there was a scarf around it like
0: oh my god uh, I'll tell you what the, th- the cruel things that were done to us. It's amazing. <laughs>
1: they took a bunch of pictures of that, too. So if I ever run across one, I'll show you. Because it's like, what's that little girl dressed like an old woman for? You know, like a middle-aged woman.
0: <laughs> so you were like a little dwarf. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But
1: I like that sanctuary. And I didn't know the word acoustic, probably. But I like the sound in there.
0: Yeah, that was a, that was a very modern school so I guess for its time, it was really pretty fancy.
1: Yeah, I guess it was. I, I haven't been back there for, I haven't been back there. But I have really good memories. I drive by it all the time.
0: You know I, what we could do one Sunday? We should go to church there. <laughs> That'd
1: be pretty funny. Yeah, especially if nothing burst into flames when we walked in, you know.
0: Right, and if we could just scooch forward on the on the pew and not actually have to kneel, yeah, yeah, that'd be better.
1: I think I was trying to remember her name, Mrs. Shell. There was Mrs. Yes. Collins and Mrs. Uh-huh. Shell, and I think Miss Shell was the the uh, first grade teacher, maybe, and Miss Collins was the older lady, and she was the kindergarten teacher. And Miss Shell lived across the street from us, and so she drove me oh. to school. And I, nice. I, not she didn't drive me home, but she drove me to school, and uh, yeah, it was I liked that little school, I did.
0: Well, it it got me off to a good start and saved me, you know, once I got to middle school, which was just terrible.
1: Oh yeah, well yeah, uh, yeah middle school was hard on many many folks I know. Yeah. Um, well, so I guess I can. I guess I can see myself going back there and visiting church with you.
0: <laughs> what
1: do you do with Byron when you hang out? Well, we, like to tell, we
0: go to church. You know, we don't have to go to church the, just to see I, if anything will burst into flames.
1: <laughs> I remember that we had these little trinkets and stuff that we'd go around and sell go door to door. Oh yes. Do.
0: Yes. And I like a little bracelets with the Lord's prayer and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. They
1: had this little, I had this little, uh, I don't know what you would call it. It was this round piece of glass because it, it looked like it was kind of rainbowy in the back of it. It had, it had Jesus's face on it. And
0: if
1: you sold enough stuff, You could pick out something out of their catalog and they encouraged you to do that. So that's where I got my Bible from.
0: Oh, I
1: I sold magazine subscriptions and something else. What those little trinkets? And I think that's all we had to sell. But from what I understand, kids now, they they really have pressure to sell stuff now. I, I remember my little nephew. and
0: and they put they'll put up a page on Etsy or wherever to yeah. sell stuff.
1: To sell, yeah, <laughs> there was the smartest little girl, or maybe it was an older person that gave her the idea. But she lived out uh, in somewhere in Colorado, and she was selling Girl Scout cookies. And she put her stand right outside of a dispensary, a marijuana. That
0: dispensary. is so smart, <laughs> oh, boy.
1: They said she made a lot of sales from it. So, ne- never, never. I believe never, it. You know? I believe. Well, so here she is in grade school. How is she supposed to know about things like munchies? And that was my question in my mind about. Yeah,
0: that—that's one of her parents, or you know, her her mm. uncle, her hippie uncle,
1: her hippie uncle. That yeah, the cool one that didn't stick around that much. <laughs>
0: exactly
1: exactly I don't even know that this has nothing to do with what I wanted to talk about so I don't know how we do this every time but I wanted to ask about warding properties because oh. yeah okay more and more people are are feeling it they're feeling pressure they're feeling nervous. They're they're having issues and they don't know where it's coming from. Are they hexed? Are they are they just a run a bad luck because they're not,
0: you know, paying attention to details? Or is you it are random? a stinker? I just I want it to be known. Hereby, let it be known that Alicia is a stinker. Oh, why am I a stinker? Or I'm just saying. You know why I'm calling you a stinker. I do. <laughs> I wish y'all could see her face. It's like, what? What'd you,
1: what'd you say? Because you were going to, yeah.
0: that's what you were going to talk about. War- warding is something that's very important. And it's something that not, uh, not a lot of books talk about, but here is a bit of shameless self-promotion. My book, which is coming out on Wednesday, because y'all will hear this next Sunday. Um, is called small magics and it has a section on warding and shielding uh shielding is where you put an energetic protective field around your body Mm -hmm. and warding is where you do the same thing but you do it around your car or your house or your property Mm -hmm. now if you are a person of a somewhat nervous disposition or if you feel particularly fraught in the world you may choose to do all of those things is towards your property, towards your house, towards your car and put shields around yourself. Uh that that feels a little bit like overkill to me, but I understand right now during tower time that an awful lot of people they just they want to bring out the big guns and do whatever they can. I get that. And we are, I mean, y'all by the time you hear this we will be done with the blue moon which is tonight. Um but You know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. There are five planets that are in retrograde and a sixth, I think, is becoming retrograde in a week or so. So that always leads to a lot of confusion. We are in such a strange place politically right now. So, you know, if you feel like you need to do all that, I am not going to be the one to tell you not to. So. All of it is about bringing energy from wherever you bring your energy, either from the earth or the sky or whatever. And you use it to circle up whatever thing you want to protect. So if you have um, a small enough property that you can ward your whole property, you might choose to do that. Um, It takes a lot of energy to do that, though. So I recommend to people always... That they find a natural, a naturally occurring thing on their property, whether it's a big old healthy tree or some raw, big stones or or uh, whatever, whatever you can find that's part of the natural landscape, and then you go to that and you and you basically say, "I want to tie an energy field to you." And is that okay? That's what I do because I'm an animist. Other people might just They might just say, it's my property and you're going to help me hold this. I don't know how you work with your spirits. You have to figure that out for yourself. But for me, I would ask that big old tree, I'd like for you to hold this energy for me. I'm going to raise it up and if you'll just hold it. So it's like attaching a battery or an electric line to your electric fence. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to be out there holding it onto, onto your battery. You've got something holding the energy for you, so you can do the same thing around your house. Is uh, and and I always do it energetically. There are people who, and before we started today, you had mentioned people use railroad spikes. They use because iron is uh, is folklorically important for repelling spirits. Resources. So um, whatever. Is part of your folkloric culture that does that. You can add that in, but it's for me. It's all about getting that energy field up and getting as much protection as you can. And then you can also do that closer to your house. So if you have a big piece of land and you're trying to and you're trying to protect the whole thing, like I used to be the protection gal uh, when the herb conference was out at Lake Eden. Mm-hmm. And that's a big hunk of property to try to ward. And I had a couple of people usually that did it with me, but we tied it into, there's a big outcropping of stone there and we would tie it to that. So it's something I encourage people to do. Uh, same with personal shielding though. I don't think it's helpful to do your personal shielding and keep it up all the time. I just don't. I think I think we need to have that energy down. We need to be vulnerable. And uh, and able to hear and smell and see all the things we need to hear and smell and see. Does that make sense?
1: It does. And
0: yeah. So uh, wording is important. Um, if you can't do your property, do your house. If you don't have a house, do your apartment. Uh, a place that is pretty easy and quick to ward because of the shape of it is a trailer. Because trailers, generally speaking, you can walk all the way around them. They are all rectangular, mm. so they're not some odd shape, so it's easy enough to set up a kind of bing, 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 bing energy field around them. And they're also metal, so you can have the trailer itself hold the energy of the ward. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So when when I think about those subjects, I actually think about energy in terms of electricity, because that mm-hmm. was the first visual thing that I that I had with energy and I recall this time that you know I was around electric fences a lot I bet you were too and I recalled there was this electric fence and I had a branch you know and it had a bunch of little outcroppings on the branch you know twigs and whatever and I touched touched it touched the electric fence and nothing happened So I laid it right on like nothing happened. And (laughs) as time went, I mean, every time I laid that there, nothing would happen. And some, for some reason, and I don't even know why, I guess, because I was just dumb. But for some reason, I took I started taking those twigs and other little branches off until I had a stick. Yeah. (laughs) And and I touched the stick to the electric fence and it shocked the (laughs) out of me. (laughs) And and it shocked me so bad that the two little metal holes in my tennis shoes burned my feet. You know, those two little holes there. Yes, my feet, and but so that to me, I have always used that as kind of a metaphor for working, doing energy work. Because if you've got fifty distractions, which would be fifty little twigs there, the energy will be so diffused that it's not going to have any effect. But if you're focused and you've got one focus, <laughs> it'll go right through you,
0: baby. <laughs> I know that's not funny, you poor little youngin. I was young. Damn, I, that is so funny. I was. I.
1: That's I, hilarious. I can't remember why I was doing that. It's because I had plenty of time, and I was going to say because you were bored and you were. I was poking a kid around. in the country, and there was a lot of electric fences that I was told not to get around. Exactly,
0: know? and you were told in no uncertain terms, "Don't touch that damn fence." Yeah, I told you. Not to touch the damn fan. I didn't fence. know a soul. I didn't tell us.
1: I just. I don't. I guess I just didn't wear shoes for a few days, which would uh, not be unusual.
0: Yeah. But you remember it down to this day. Yeah,
1: yeah, I do, and it, it gave me a good, good kind of metaphor for energy work.
0: Holly, that is so funny. It's, it's I mean no, I mean, know, I mean that's, that's so sad. I wasn't around very many electric fences, um, uh, because I was messing around barbed wire. Oh yeah, well, or, as we call it, wire. Bob wire. Barbed
1: wire bob barbed, barbed wire barbed wires. I haven't heard that in a long time, but yeah. That's how yeah,
0: one of one of the many skills my daddy taught me was how to how to run bar bob wire. Bob wire.
1: Yeah. I know that's something I have never done. I wouldn't trust myself around it.
0: Well, you're supposed to wear gloves. (laughs) I don't believe my daddy ever did, though. But, um, yeah, it's not hard to do. You have like a little, uh, what do you call it, like a cat's paw. What do you call them things? Um, And one of you pulls it back like this, and the other one, you know, hammers in the staple. That's not bad. It's not hard. It's good when it's two people, though. I can't imagine doing it by yourself.
1: Those folks out west who deal with you know, miles worth of stuff like that. Oh my god,
0: I can't get it. Uh, it just—it seems exhausting, doesn't it? Phew.
1: So, so, but let, let me go. Speaking of uh, many subjects, let's go back to warding again. You okay, know, define it simply. Just what is warding? It, just in case somebody's never heard that
0: term. Well, a ward is uh, is an intentional and usually energetic boundary between the property where you are and the property outside of there
1: and what does a ward do
0: well it should keep energies i.e if you want to talk about spirits or malevolent spirits it should keep those out
1: okay Uh, by the way i apologize if you hear noise what you're hearing is rain
0: i know it's raining here too hooray Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the third rain today we've had. And we had a big old gully washer yesterday. Yeah. Frog strangler. We had a frog strangler. Frog strangler, yeah. (laughs) So
1: um is a ward the thing that gives let's say, let's say there was some cottage somewhere in I don't know, in Asheville.
0: You mean like a little cottage up on Weird Mountain? Yes, 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 like that Just little like cottage. That, yes. Now, what were you asking? Well,
1: if 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 it was properly warded, mm-hmm. would there be some man who wasn't really appreciated there. Would that person get a feeling about it?
0: They might. Think yeah, that if, because of the ward. Yes, if you had wandered through the wards, and of course that is possible. Um, and you were inside there. You might feel like you weren't welcome. You might feel like it was a place that was not your place. That's, uh-huh.
1: that's the way energy work is.
0: That's the way that kind of magical energy works. And if you, if you were on that property when you shouldn't or to been, then you might also have run into land spirits. Now, you probably wouldn't have seen them like little garden gnomes, but if you say we're on that land and suddenly everything was silent mm-hmm. and you didn't hear any birds, you mm-hmm. didn't hear any squirrels it rustling around, or any of that, it was perfectly silent, that in addition to you feeling uncomfortable in general, you might also feel a little bit uncomfortable, uncomfortable that you weren't hearing any of the natural sounds you would expect to hear.
1: Mm-hmm. And I always... When I thought about that situation, which maybe we'll bring that story up in another episode in the future, but when I thought about that situation, I wondered if somehow magically that person's uh, nervousness or guilt feeling or whatever they were a little worried about, if it somehow got magnified.
0: Well, And it would would in a way because... If he was there and he was feeling uncomfortable and then there were like birds around that were bugging him or the squirrels or whatever else, that would just feel natural. Yeah. It would just feel like, oh, oh, well, I mean, I'm uncomfortable. I'm in the woods and there's animals all around and that's nat- that feels like a natural uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the woods and it's completely silent, that's like the stuff of horror movies. I can't imagine the woods being silent.
1: No. The island, no. I wouldn't care for that at all. Okay. No. Well, that was no, a really-
0: but, but we all know that. Those of us who walk in the woods like you and I do, is that when you come into the woods, if you're not being careful and not being quiet yourself, it gets quiet. Mm-hmm. You get to work, you walk into a, like a little clearing and it'll get perfectly quiet while everything that lives there looks at you and determines whether or not you are dangerous, right? But neither one of us are dangerous. So then the decision would be, oh, well, then we can just go about our business because they they ain't here to do nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, They're
0: I do picking mushrooms. I,
1: I, I observe the crows in Hendersonville at, at my place there, but I don't really have any interaction with them other than to appreciate them. And uh, what I've noticed lately is that there's a four giant ones just the biggest crows I've ever seen that are out there so I pull into the driveway and the four of them are about I don't know 10 feet away not too far away at all and I was very slow when I opened my car door and stuff but they didn't two of them flew off but two of them just stayed there and hung out and I, I really appreciated that too but they know they've seen me enough, and you know. Yeah,
0: they're not a, they're not as scared of you. Mm, they shouldn't be. It's
1: like, <laughs> it's like,
0: oh, it's oh, it's her. Ugh, whatever.
1: The worst thing I'll do is take a picture of them, so
0: <laughs> right. or talk about them behind their back on this podcast. <gasps> I <I'll> do that.
1: <laughs> so what can you say? Well, so so that's a good. That being what we were talking about previously, warning. You know, warning. That's what I would consider self protection 101 or protection 101
0: yes yes and and anybody who claims to be a magic worker or witch or whatever and they don't do that well that it just surprises me why why wouldn't you do that really basic thing but people surprise me all the time
1: Uh they do yeah people surprise me too i told somebody today i said well if i ever win the lottery I'm, i don't care if the place i get is big or small i just want it to be in the middle of nowhere because people suck <laughs> people do, they do i don't want to be around them that much anymore i think but uh, not that i've given up on them or anything i just value my privacy i think is
0: yeah privacy and I don't know. I'm I, the older I get, the more sensitive I get to noise, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm not good with that. I'm not good with that at all. Well mm-hmm. oh, I will say, I think Alicia, I think my career has hit hit its pinnacle because my buddy Jason, who is with this band called Icarus Witch, mm-hmm. he sent me a note on Twitter and he said, "Hey, we're about to release this song." And I want you to know that it it reflects all of what you talk about, and I just want you to hear it. And so he sent it to me, and it's called uh, "The Rise of the Witches," and it's a uh, and they're a metal band. They're real. They're out of Pittsburgh, I think. Oh,
1: cool. Uh,
0: and, and it's really good. So if y'all are interested in that, you can go on my Facebook page, mm-hmm. and uh, and I posted that because they released that. Yesterday, I think. Icarus Witch. Uh, Icarus Witch. And they've got like seven or eight albums. They've been they've been around for a while. But I just thought, man, when when my words can help inspire a a song, a, a heavy metal song, damn, what what more do I need to do?
1: I don't know. I saw you in some photos. I want to say maybe Amy Blackthorne was with you. I don't oh, know. I, yeah, you me like and Amy. You were both dressed in leather. <laughs> I was like,
0: damn, Byron. <laughs> that was, was your bad so thing. fun. That was, uh, well, one of them, you know, when we're flipping everybody off?
1: Yes, that was the that,
0: one. That was that sacred space, I think. <laughs> the, the conferences were in the same hotel, and the guy who took that is a professional photographer. He's just amazing, and he did some really beautiful photos of both of us separately, and then a couple of them together because we're buddies. And so the one of us flipping everybody off is funny, but the other Rocky one, roll. Is, yeah, it's very rock and roll. Um, but the other one was at Fairy Con. And the way Fairy Con was, they used to have on Friday night, they'd have the Good Fairies Ball, and that's where they had some lovely light fairy music, and everybody dressed in like pretty, summery, springy wow. bell flower crown, that kind of stuff. And then Saturday night was the Bad Fairies Ball, <laughs> and the Bad Fairies Ball people, I mean, you could see how we were dressed. So I had on, I had on leather boots to the knee, I had on. Well, leather jacket, underneath the leather jacket, I had on like a see-through black lace camisole, and then I had a pair of like boy boy underwear shorts on, and then I had this big leather headdress and a mask.
1: Yes, was like- the, the leather headdress made you look like one of those guys that, that they drop the, the guillotine on you.
0: You know? Oh, yeah, exactly. I was the ex- <laughs> expert. But, yeah, and we were, you know, we had had maybe a drop to drink or so. Golly. Yeah, that was funny. It was very I was me being very right. And that wasn't that long ago, either. It wasn't <laughs> like, in some way, there's a picture of this, too. Um, there used to be this kind of arts festival down on Lexington Avenue. Lexing- it was called Laugh. Lexington, Lexington Avenue. Avenue arts festival movie. Um and we we had Mother Grove Goddess Temple had a table one year. So we were all taking turns staffing the table. And I had worn basically that same kind of black outfit. I might have, I think I had the boots on too and then I had a set of enormous black leather wings. Oh. And um and I walked right past oh man, what is her name? Uh, Kitty Love, who does my tattoos. I walked right past Kitty Love and she didn't even acknowledge me. And I was going somewhere, so I didn't, I just because she was on the organizers. And then I I hear behind me, God damn it. And she turned around and she said, Byron, is that you? And I was like, "Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes I have to, you know, do that just for fun.
1: I would, too, if I was you.
0: No joke. Like, right. I got to have fun sometimes, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Was because you deal with some heavy subjects. So every and then, anybody would want to lighten up. You know, have a little fun. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I mean, we're not all about death and dying all the time.
0: <laughs> I am not. I'm sometimes about planting things. I went out today. I got this pitiful... Uh, let me back this story all the way up. Uh, this uh, sweet gal named Andy, who works for the Mountain Express, uh, interviewed me last week uh, for this new book that's coming up. And we met over at Earth Fair in the cafe. Mm-hmm. And on the way in, there were there just pitiful bunch of plants from uh, Wildwood Nursery. And then they'd been there too long and they were dry and they just were pitiful. But there was one. I love Nikoshana, the flower and tobacco. I mm-hmm. love that. plant. Yeah, yeah. And this is a really light pink and it's a miniature variety. Um, so I saw it and I was uh, and I thought, I just I'm going to get that. So I, I, I got it and paid for it. And then had the interview, and then I left. So it's been in my kitchen where I just kept watering it so it would, you know, be good. And then today, after we had all that rain yesterday, I went outside, and it had just started raining again. And I planted that thing with the other one that I have. I have a big white one. So I was out in the rain planting things, and I thought, oh, finally, I'm planting something again. This feels like me. Feels mm-hmm. like I can live again.
1: I get that. I did. Yeah. I get that. If I don't if I have to be inside, say allergies are killing me or something and I can't go out in the wet in the pollen or something, after a while I, I I can't function well. I just I don't even feel like myself.
0: Well it, it has been so I mean I've been on the road as we as we know and that we've talked about before. Yeah. I've been on the road a lot this year. Mm-hmm. And While doing that, I've also been writing this book that I just, I swear, I didn't think I'd be able to write. And then I got the hook for it. And it's just been. But it's meant that when I look at myself in the mirror, I look at me, I'm I'm even paler than usual. And I'm that unhealthy looking pale of somebody who just doesn't get outside.
1: You look like a writer.
0: And I just don't. I look look pasty is a word I use for it. uh, Andy and I took a picture, and she has these rosy cheeks, and she just looks, I mean, she's younger than I am, of course, a lot younger, but she also just looked healthy, you know, like she's been outside doing stuff. So this book, by the time y'all hear this, of this book will have gone into the editor, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get back to, I'm going to take a walk every day in whatever part of the day is coolest. And I'm going to, I've been eating good, but I've not been, I've not been outside and I, I hate it. I just hate it. I, I'm not
1: I, doing it. I'm I, not doing it again. There's a place I'm going to take you when you have the time. It's in Hendersonville. It's just a little place to eat, but you're going to like it. Is you're it the sushi it. place? Nope. Oh. No, okay. there. And I'll give you a It's only open from 10 until 2.
0: Oh, it's a diner.
1: Nope. Yeah.
0: No? Oh, I can't wait. Let's yeah, do no, it. I saw no, I it. Can't.
1: I saw it for the first time today, and I was the very first reaction I had was Byron needs to be here.
0: Oh, good. That'll be fun. Like oh, it. I, I really. Yeah, do. I'll, I'll meet you down there one day. Okay. now that that'll
1: work. So let me circle back. We were talking about wards, and Yep. for that we briefly mentioned grounding, which is. One hundred and one B, or maybe it's A. I don't know which comes first, warding or grounding.
0: Which one? Ground, grounding. Is, grounding I mean, my book, grounding is first, all right? Because you got to re you got to reestablish your connection.
1: I'm going to read your book. I mean, and, oh.
0: and we all have, you know, we all have the con- that connection all the time, but, but uh, I mean, to the earth and the energies of the earth and to everything that is. We always have that connection, but sometimes we just get so busy or so uh, unhealthy, pointing at myself unhealthy, or distracted or whatever, and we don't and we don't acknowledge that. So, I think the first thing, and certainly in my book that is already out called Small Magics, I just happen to have a pile of them right here. Um, so reestablishing that connection is what I call grounding. Some people call it earthing. That's the more kind of new age way to talk about it. They say earthing.
1: I, I heard about earthing way back in the late 70s. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's when the new age folks were getting started. Was that what it was? Okay. Well, because grounding sounds so dirty, you know, sounds earthy. Ugh. So, sounds so like you would have to touch the earth, touch, touch soil. Ooh.
1: Touched her well, in. I like that thought. But for those who have heard, you know, like you might have heard somebody say, oh, she's really grounded. Um, for the folks who maybe don't know for sure what it means and for sure what it will do for you, what does it do for you?
0: Well, I mean, to say some, that somebody is grounded usually implies that they are solid, solid that they are balanced that it takes a lot to knock them over um and that they and because they are those things they could in fact also be helpful and a good ally and a good friend to have so being grounded i think says a lot about a person uh they say that the astrological signs that are earth signs that it's easier for them to be grounded but grounding is is reestablishing and reacknowledging really your connection to the energy of the planet, the energies of the planet. And something I came up with actually with this book, because, because, you know, I don't just write, I actually stop and think about things. I think, well, what did I know crazy. Here you what go, you see your brain again. What does that mean exactly? And I think that grounding, this is going to sound I don't know, it may sound okay, but it may sound weird. Grounding is the act of wrapping our soul self and our physical self together the way DNA is wrapped. So I think the double helix of DNA is an image for us to hold on to about how our physical selves and our spirit selves are wrapped together, that you can't have one without the other. And the act of grounding is the thing that uh that I don't know, what I'm trying to say it, grounding really helps that helps you to understand what that connection is. And so within it connects you to the energy of the planet, to the energy of your fellow beings, uh to celestial energies, to the spirit world. It just it just connects you.
1: It it also sinks your body up in with the energies of the earth.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, and and I think one of the side effects of being good at grounding is you're you have more clarity of thought when you're in an adverse situation. It doesn't bother yes. you as much. And yes, to indeed. To me, grounding is protection, a type of protection. Yeah because I've, I've got that ADD brain anyway, and to be grounded for me, I can have that feeling of being grounded, and and I know that somebody comes at me in a conversation, I'm going to have a good chance of holding my own, because I'm grounded, I'm calm, you
0: know. Yeah, so. yeah, that's really important, because I think it's easy to get overwhelmed in the in the modern culture, it's easy to get overwhelmed, They get kind of you're distracted and, you know, knocked off your pins. It's easy. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I put a meme on Facebook today. I've been all about the memes. That's the thing that's kept me re- relatively sane the past couple of weeks. And this one is, and then after all you've been through, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Then it said, this is the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's a Darth Vader holding a lightsaber.
1: <laughs> uh, all
0: right, hey, it counts. And I went, hey, yeah, I, 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 that's what I'm feeling. <laughs> that's all. That's what I'm feeling.
1: Well, I saw the one about the polyamorous gardener. And I, oh. I got to send that one to you. Oh, because okay.
0: okay.
1: Said, it said, I'm, I'm not polyamorous because I love many people. I'm polyamorous because gardening is hard and I need help. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, that's very (laughs) That's a good practical. Gardening
0: is hard. It is true. (laughs) I don't know if I can put up with the rest of it though for that.
1: Well, yeah, humans are complications. (laughs) Every relationship.
0: You know, I say that and then there's so many humans that I just love so much. And then there's just like the great mass of humanity that I'm like, damn it, come on, people yeah. really have some common sense. I mean, um, I've been, what's that, who's that young fella that did that song, Richmond, North of Richmond? And and bless him, I mean, it's hard on the heels, all that Jason Aldean crap. And here's his, his kid, really. And I guess the Republicans use that as their theme song for their debate rich man north of richmond rich men north of richmond and and so and they used it and then all the right wing is like this is our anthem and this poor kid that did this song has done a video saying "Uh -uh, uh-uh y'all are the people this song was written about
1: oliver anthony yes his name well you know that's what it has become and how many how many songs have certain politicians or political people with political innings had on their campaigns or whatever that the people have come out and said no don't play my stuff
0: yeah or or obviously the people who chose that didn't understand what the song was about that too and so this poor kid i'm just gonna say he's a kid because he looks like he's maybe 30 years old yeah. He looks like my daughter's age. Here's this poor kid. He did this song, and it's a lovely song. It's a powerful song. So then the right wing takes it, which means that the left has to be pissed off at him and the Republicans. And and then he says, well, no, it, it ain't about what you think it's about. It's about you. You are the rich men that are North Richmond, you bunch of political bozos. And now everybody's mad
1: Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals. And that's how I got this tattoo. (laughs) I'll tell no one. Your secret is safe with me.